Five, four, three, two, one, go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode one of Comfy Couch Chats with Logan and Emily. Nice to meet you guys. Welcome to episode one. We are super, super excited about this. Um, episode one might be a little awkward, maybe, um, just because we're first. This is just our first go. At, yeah, we're new. Yeah, we're, we're really new, new at this. Yeah. If you couldn't already tell. So yeah, we don't. There's gonna be times where we just don't know what to talk about. Probably, and we'll just freeze, and then we gotta like check our little notepad. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're just gonna admit to our viewers just from the get go yeah, that we I, don't know what we're doing. Well, you know, no, we gotta get only up from here, I guess. Hope we're relatable. Yeah, subscribe. Yeah, I don't know how podcasts work. Is it a subscribe? Yeah, I believe so. It's like you can like follow them too, and you get daily updates or oh, notifications okay. when we upload. So, yeah, if you're listening on uh, Spotify, I think maybe Apple. I guess we'll see. Oh my goodness. We'll but, see if yeah. we get any viewers, if we get any traction. Yeah, I'm sure it'll take some time. But yeah, welcome. Come slowly, come fast, everybody. Honestly, welcome. If you stayed this long, welcome. Yes. Let's introduce <laughs> ourselves, I guess. We're going right. to get to know us a little bit. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Um, I'm Emily. Nice to meet you guys. I'm 25 years old. I'm born and raised in Vancouver. I am a serious, passionate animal lover. I'm kind of a nerd and I'm a clean freak. Yep. That's all, eh? That's all. All right. Yeah, she's like Ace Ventura up in here, the female Ace Ventura. <laughs> We have yeah we have a lot so but anyways i'm uh i'm logan and i'm 25 also i'm engaged to emily and we've been engaged for about two years and our third year anniversary was yesterday we've lasted three years people that's right yeah yeah hopefully a couple more it's been a blast (laughs) it has been and uh yeah i'm from alberta originally Uh, i met emily yeah, in BC when I moved there. I lived there for about six years and now we live in PEI. And we just, just moved here. So, yeah. And when he means just, he means just. Like five days ago, we got this apartment in Prince Edward Island. Yeah. It was a crazy move. I guess let's just talk about that because that's just the most recent event in our lives like quite a milestone i will say i have never moved more than a few blocks yeah really i have (laughs) spent most of my life living in um the city of surrey and uh i decided to move across the country we just packed up our whole life all of our animals, and we drove all the way cross country to Prince Edward Island. Yeah, it took us a week to get there. Oh, uh, it, was. it was. There was a lot of crazy shit that happened. It was a wild trip. Yeah, yeah. We had a we had a vehicle breakdown before and during. Uh, we had to stop in Thunder Bay, which 
You know what? It just it just really <laughs> makes me think about how moving when you're an adult versus when you are a child yeah. to, are two very different experiences. Yeah, oh yeah. For you know, sure. like I I mean I didn't move far, but you know, I grew up in an apartment and my parents ended up buying a house and it was still in Surrey, like I said, from yeah. a few blocks away. Just down the street. Same neighborhood. Pretty much, And, yeah. you know, so, I, I mean, but we did do a move. Like, we did have a moving truck, and we had to put all of our stuff away, and then we, you know, went to a new home and had to unpack and go through everything, get used to everything. And I will say, as a child, you know, you are so lucky. You are having a blast. Oh, yeah. You are you are playing video games because, you know, they don't need your help moving furniture or anything like that. Mm. So you just get to play. I remember playing. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I liked when you were a kid because you could just... Everything would get dug up. Like, you would have to go through everything and throw out things you didn't want. So then, as a kid, you're going through, like, little drawers. You'd be like, oh, I forgot I had this little toy. And there'd be, like, a bunch of stuff you didn't even realize you had. And you'd just be playing with it all the time. Like I never yeah. really thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a fun part of moving, I guess. Yeah, I and I like, like, you get to go to the new place and yeah. look at everything and run around. And you wouldn't have to deal with any of the moving. Yeah. The actual move. Yeah, like if anything, you just had to put your clothes in your drawer or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Like we used to hide in the in the dressers and stuff like that, and you know. Yeah, they're just they're just it just wasn't all on you essentially. But as an Not adult, as an adult, you have to make all the right decisions. Zero you have fun. to plan everything. Zero fun. It was a zero fun. Yeah, nothing like there is. The only fun is when you get to your hotel and you get to just lay in the bed. I suppose. But yeah, so I just want to say that I really dislike moving. I can say as an adult that moving is so terrible. Unless, Unless you are a millionaire and, you know, you can get movers for you or, you know, you don't even care about your stuff. You could just buy new stuff. It, that's the only time I would say moving is great because you're moving into like a $32 million mansion, you know. But moving for anybody else is a terrible experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've done it so much. I mean, it's pretty common. That's me, right. So. See, we're the complete opposites, yeah. which is why I think our relationship works. Our experiences are different. Um, sure. Yeah. He is... He's the... Logan is probably one of the biggest reasons that I was actually able to do this move because... He's done moving so many times. I've moved two times ish in Surrey, and this this man has lived in I don't know how many different properties just strewn across Canada. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I counted it was something like eighteen to twenty or something like that. Eighteen to twenty what? Amount of moves I've oh, done in my yeah. life, like places That's that I've lived. Crazy guys. Yeah. Anywhere from like I guess we went from Alberta to Ontario, uh, back to Alberta, then BC, and just a lot of different places within that, the uh, those provinces. So I could never. I mean, I yeah. guess I mean he was definitely the calmer of the two, to put it lightly. No, he I'm was not even. Calmer. I'm not even kidding. Like the amount of things that I would just have to be, I would just be, you know, finessing in the background, just little details and stuff like that, just little things you need to. Uh, make sure before you before you get the move and 
I remember sometimes I would just sit down and I'd be talking about it and you would just be like, like, huh? what? <laughs> what? What are you? What? what? I'm so confused. Like you're freaking out. Like you start like, you're not wanting to do it. I can see in your face. You're like, I- I'm done. I can't do this. I'm just like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. I mean, I'm like, yeah. But like I mean, for me, it's fine. I mean, I'm, I I just know I just need to know the steps and the things I need to do, and then I'll just do it. It'll just, I just know. don't. I just didn't even know where to begin. Yeah. I I mean, even a look, even trying to look for a place to stay, so far away, I didn't I didn't know how to process that, and then I just feel like all the normal things you'd have to worry about. Plus, add on the layer that it's COVID right now. Yeah, yeah, and, that that was that was hard. And there are certain things that you need to make sure are happening first or that that really really affect what your move will look like if you don't have that sorted out first. And so it just adds another layer of difficulty and it was it was crazy. Yeah, I mean it's just like something something you never thought you'd have to think about when moving, just like the fact that you know you're traveling from from one coast to the other you're going through so many provinces and like each province is different with the regulations for that stuff so like you know we weren't sure like if there was provinces we couldn't even stay in i mean uh you know you kind of have to look over that and just what the regulations are and you know like we got we got to new brunswick and there was like somebody stopping us there we're just driving through going straight to pei and like i guess we needed acceptance to get in there we didn't even have acceptance we so, didn't even know and i I, know. I guess like I a part that. of me thought i was stupid like i guess i should have looked because i mean we are passing through it yeah. and if pei has an acceptance or a like a you know application for getting approval why wouldn't new brunswick and i i i feel kind of dumb for not really thinking about it but you know luckily luckily it was a quick form that got processed in like two minutes probably because we clicked off that icon that said we were just passing through so it was definitely nothing as serious as staying there yeah they just let us go so we just we got the confirmation and just yeah we got through yeah and i mean i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna tell you right now from the cheapest to the most expensive way because i looked up every single option that you could do for like a long distance travel and there yeah do not rent a u-haul hell to the no (laughs) do not get movers because it seems like it's cheap but they're gonna take like a month two months to like listen to bring your shit guys 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 even within moving guys this is this is how insane you know i'm just not used to adulting maybe but if you're listening to this and you're not yet Adulting? Adult, I, I guess adulting, adulting whatever stage of life that is for you moving oh my goodness we even finding the way to move that in itself was probably 80 percent of the struggle because you have so many options you have to wait the easiest okay let's go with option one the easiest was to rent a u-haul truck you know you see that everywhere you see that in movies you see that in real life my parents rented a u-haul so you know you think that that's the obvious choice no no it costs six thousand dollars it's like yeah almost seven thousand just for the u-haul truck to fit our shit and on top of that you gotta pay for the gas and then you gotta pay like for the uh the trailer to pull the car because you can you're not going to drive the car either 
vehicle. Yeah, we had. See, Damn, we also man. had to transport a vehicle. That's like so the U-Haul truck was grand. definitely not an option. So we thought, like you know, moving companies, but right. just the the just the sketchiness of some of them. Yeah, so that's only like two thousand, but they do it off a of base weight of how much weight they think you're gonna have based on the size of your place. But I mean, we had a thousand. I bet you we had a little bit more weight than that. But like, it probably would have been like two, three thousand. But yeah, they're just. They're all they have terrible ratings. It's, oh, yeah. I don't and, know and how to, like, it's like to so pay that amount and then potentially not get your stuff or get your stuff two three months after. Which we needed our stuff when we got there. We needed our stuff at the same time. We could never wait two to three months to get our stuff. Yeah. Plus, hey, I'm gonna say this. A lot of people just were like, you know, sell your shit and like just buy new shit. Which first of all, it takes a long time to sell stuff. We were selling some stuff, and it takes okay, a lot first of work. Of all, First of all, I need to cut him off right now because he's going to pretend. He, okay, listen. This man came to me one day and, you know, bless his heart. He had spent the whole day at work researching, um, you know, the price at which we could buy all of our furniture. So the furniture that we have all right now, a lot of it is from Ikea, you know. So he found all of those prices and then he also calculated some other stuff, but he essentially made up this mock amount of like what it would cost for us to move if we were to sell every single thing in our house. The couch, the TVs, the bed, everything. And he came to me as if this was the master plan. He was so proud of himself and he thought I was going to love it. I did not love it. Spoiler alert. It was probably the most stressful, stress-inducing, impossible thing in my mind. Because like I said, I had never even made a move close to as as far as this move would be and this guy thinks that among that stress of just doing that i'm also going to find time to sell every single one of our stuff and then and then we had to go to pei and then his in his grand master plan we were going to rebuy everything what that is an, an insane <laughs> plan yeah, yeah okay but. no listen so this is his master plan okay listen and he was so upset that i didn't enjoy that plan but now now in this podcast he's gonna phrase it as oh yeah you know what like that was a plan but you know like it would it would have really cost us you know some money to rebuy our things and you know you can't sell everything at the same price as you could buy it so you're taking a loss and you know it would have it would have taken a lot of time and it may not have worked out in our favor. We didn't think of those things before. I mean, I guess I kind of <laughs> did, but then I just like figured, you know, whatever. I just thought so, it was one of our best options. I mean, the option that we had that we like <laughs> used my dad's truck and trailer, like that wasn't really on the table because we didn't have a way to get back. Sure. Get it back, sure. But. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. our grand plan was that we were going to take his father's big uh, Ram 3500 uh, with a trailer that his dad owns because, you know, his dad um, did a lot of framing before. And so he needed a trailer to have all of his equipment and such. Um, and his grandpa, bless his heart, Logan's grandpa did us a solid during this trip. Yeah, Grandpa G... Grandpa Gilbo. He's a real one. 
Anyways, he would drive the truck down to us in BC. We would load all of our, of our stuff and we would drive the truck and trailer across the country. And he would actually drive our car across. Yeah. and Bless his heart. And he made it too. He just showed he up did here it. the other day. He committed and he did us this huge, huge favor. Yeah, not only did he drive <laughs> our car across PEI, but then he he just essentially put all of his stuff back in the truck and trailer, and then just is is currently driving that truck and trailer back driving to Alberta. Back. It took like yeah, I mean I think it took him like four or five days. He just drove straight, and I'm not even kidding. He rocks up. First of all, we're in quarantine, so I give him the buzzer, and then he's kind of struggling down there. So I'm like, all right, I'll come down quickly. So I come down, and he's just like. Hey, just like give me the keys. I'll sw- I'll swap the stuff. I'll swap the stuff and I'll go. And I'm just like thinking, what? Like it's it's six p.m. from he's got to because he can't stop in the Maritimes. He's got to go to Quebec. Either he's got to stay here, Which or he's got to go to Quebec. Quebec is six hours. Six away. and a half hours. It's six p.m. and he's rocking up, being like, "Yo, I just drove six and a half hours here. Let me just grab the keys quick. I'm gonna swap things over and run back." Like. And do another six hours to another get six back. Six and a half to hours, like drive thirteen hours, just all the way. Like no, no. So we had to stop him. His and, grandpa but, is like, a beast. Yeah, that's wild. True. He's a, he's an old farmer though, so like that's just kind of what they're like. That he's just up early working on the farm. Oh yeah, not to mention, so late. he did agree to stay the night. Yeah, he did. But he so. left at five a.m. the yeah. next day. He yeah. could have stayed two, three days. We we would have, you know gladly have him stay oh, for over. sure if he had to stay quarantined we would have been welcome it was uh yeah he drove it straight here straight back that's craziness i couldn't do that he's like in his 70s in his later 70s and he's just yeah you know what i love him yeah. he really i need to like i need to like insert like a applause uh, oh yeah emote in here just oh grandpa gilbo yeah. thank you yeah, and thank we you love grandpa you. gilbo love you yeah, so but luckily we're uh, pretty much unpacked now. Oh my goodness, guys! Um, I is it is it just me? Like, I just want to know. Like, is everybody's move hectic? Like, does it does it always go your way? Never. Because I we bet. have we had so many things happen in our trip. Yeah. Like first, first this was an <laughs> accidental thing. We wanted to see the sand dunes in Saskatchewan. You know, my friend, um, she was showing me all these cool things in Canada that I could maybe go see during my drive. And she said in Saskatchewan that there were actually sand dunes. And I had never heard of that before. So, you know, I wanted to go. And it was um, a day of a kind of a shorter drive. And so we thought, let's go see the sand dunes. And so we did. And they were great. It was super fun. But uh, the road halfway to the sand dunes went from being a paved road to just gravel slash sand. No, at one point it was just sand. Okay. It and was straight so, up like you're driving on a beach. So we opened up the uh, trailer after and uh, everything we owned was covered in a fine layer of sand like this dirt. this was the finest sand i think i've ever seen in my life like this it was not even sand it was just dust but you know dust is usually just dead skin in your house yeah. 
it was not that. Like it was literally just such fine sand that it just yeah, everything. It just it got in the fucking boxes when they were taped up. Yeah. With no handles. It's getting <laughs> under the tape. I don't know what's happening. It got on all really the shit. something. And also, you know, it kind of rained and the trailer wasn't yeah, the most, I don't know, covered up in all the corners. So some water got in. So some things were a little bit wet. Some of the bottoms of the boxes. And so that was that. We had a truck problem happen when we were in Ontario. About um, three days in, yeah. Yeah, the halfway mark, I suppose, you know. About time where things are about to go wrong. You know, you make it halfway and things start to fall apart. Yeah, at least we weren't in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so we were in Ontario for a bit. Had to take the truck in to a shop. Um, thankfully, it was Midas. Just a Midas touch. Just a, yeah, shout out to Midas. Got us in. It was like taking a week from everywhere. Like everywhere we yeah. called a week. And then we called Midas. They're like, all right, bring it in tomorrow. Not only did they let us bring it in the next day, but they actually called and told us to bring our truck earlier because they had they knew that we were going across Canada and that it was time sensitive and they wanted to prioritize us. Yeah. How sweet. That's super sweet. Yeah. 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 Some good people there. Yeah. I, and they really liked our dogs. When I, when we picked up the truck, they yeah. really liked our dogs. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. glad we were able to give them something. Um, what else happened? Oh, well, the fire alarm went off one night. We were... You don't remember? Are you serious? Where? In here? What? In the hotel. Remember we were in the hotel? Oh, my God. In the Valhalla. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And yes. This was also in Ontario. Fuck, man. It was the same time. We hadn't brought the truck in yet, though. And oh, it was like yeah, yeah. 10 o'clock at night, right. and we were just getting ready for bed. And all of a sudden, the alarm started going off like crazy. And, like, the dogs were hating it, obviously. Oh, my. It was so it was loud, so guys. Loud. Like, I wasn't, like, I'm not exaggerating, but it made my brains rattle in my head so i couldn't even imagine what the dogs were listening to i actually kind of covered my dog's ears as i was was like carrying her down because i thought it was so so piercing and so constant anyways i don't know someone probably just pulled it it wasn't really anything the fire truck came and left everyone kind of went back yeah they just like came and then the fire alarm went off and everybody's just like me yeah went back in went back in so like maybe 15 minutes but yeah i mean is that all of ontario also ontario by the way guys a huge province in bc i mean oh my god in (laughs) oh no that's all right that's all right in canada in canada i'm sorry guys that's a taste of how bad my uh jump geography Geography. oh my goodness i'm on hi guys this is have another one (laughs) couple drinks in I promise I'm an intellectual. <laughs> oh my goodness. My geography is terrible. My geometry is also probably terrible now. Yeah. Everything. The geo everything. Geology, everything. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but the- um, I think we got through Ontario fine. Just um, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge and windy it's it's almost like driving through bc just not as big of mountains it took two days to get through ontario yeah or more actually more yeah because we drove like most of the time all the way before you get to quebec it's mostly ontario oh you're right drive through ottawa and stuff like that it's wild 
takes forever. Yeah. Ontario, Ontario was also where I decided I, I made the executive decision that we were going to rest for the next day. So we had been going f- up till then. Every single day was 12 hours of driving almost. And so I was at a point where I was losing my marbles and I made the executive decision that we were going to sleep and not drive the next day. Yeah. And, and- then all this stuff <laughs> happened. <laughs> Yeah, then we realized the truck was broken, essentially, like, past repair. Or not yeah. past repair. But, you know, we couldn't just keep going. Uh, and then, yeah, so it turned into, like, two days. But it was all right. We saw yeah. a few things. Yeah, it was all Kaka-Beka right. Kakabeka Falls. Yeah, we saw we saw probably all of the uh, stereotypical oh, tourist yeah. attractions. The only thing we were missing, though, only thing we were missing, we should have went and saw the uh, maple syrup places you know you tap the maple oh, syrup and they what? show you how to that, make that that's, oh. i don't know if they have you it up in thunder what? bay but i think it's more south like we may Quebec. have had more time <laughs> had we not gotten stuck at the uh historic park yeah that's true that was um so we went we went to go see this uh what was it called i don't even remember what it was called it was like but it was some sort F. of something something uh fort uh Oh, yeah. I don't... Fort William? Fort William? No. No. It sounds familiar. It's something like that. It was a... Oh, I feel so bad. I feel like I'm disrespecting them right now. It was a really, really, truly beautiful place. It was a historical park. Um, It was a fur trading post. Um, You know, back when there was the Northwest... I think it was 1816 they had it. Yeah. Dated for, yeah. It was Northwest Company and Hudson's Bay Company... It was around that time. Yeah, it was North. It was yeah, it was the North Bay, and then they were later purchased by the Hudson's Bay Company, I believe. And um, this fort was kind of the rendezvous, as our tour guide explained. Like all the people coming from the east and west would kind of all meet there and trade whatever they um, had carried over. Um, Yeah, there would be the Montreal. uh, I'm gonna be honest. I kind of zoned out. Yeah, I, I got that she was part. Walking away. I got that part. Bless his soul, our tour guide was so sweet. He was super, super knowledgeable. It just was that our tour was very, very, very long. Yeah, I mean, when I signed up for it, so there's, I don't know why, like, I don't know the difference between them, but there was two options when you could get tickets. So the tours were from either, like, 3.30 to 5, or it would be, like, 4 to 5. Like, there was one that was, like, an hour and a half, and there was one that was an hour. Right. Now, that being said, ours lasted three hours. Our tour, guys, was... He was hella behind. This man loved his job so much. Like, he was just... He, he could talk forever yeah. in each... And so... So, like, when you think of a historic park, like, you're, you're thinking of all of the old buildings that you kind of get to go in and you would see, you know, what it might have looked like back then. And so, obviously, this being a fur trading post, there was, he showed us where they made, where they tanned all of the fur. Yeah, they showed us, the, like, the trading room, showed us, like, the doctor's office. Right, like, some living quarters, maybe, yeah. of some people that the may have lived there. the blacksmith Yeah. <laughs> And so there are a lot of buildings. This was a particularly big um, 
post and so there were a lot of buildings and you could go through almost every single building but we didn't even get to see every building because this tour guide was just going so slow but at the same time kind of had to stop the tour at some point you know yeah yeah like (laughs) there was yeah there was a lot of stuff that he didn't cover and then and then when he was trying to like rush us out he's like all right, all right, let's start going to the entrance. Let's start going to the entrance. We start seeing buildings that we haven't entered, and we're, like, wandering off, going towards it. And you're not supposed to go off on your own. Like, they don't let you go by yourself. So, like, you have to just go in the rooms when you go with your tour. And uh, then he's like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess if you guys want to see this building, yeah, let's go there. But I uh, will admit, I listen to, I always try to listen to most of his um, spiel about each different room we went into because you know i do want to be respectful i do want to hear what he has to say but at the same time you know you once you're in a room for a while you get it and you want to go to the next room you want to see all the rooms so i kind of like go off and see other rooms yeah i mean i think i think where he went wrong is just that uh, he would tell us about it which would be interesting but then he would have all these like almost fictitious stories right. about yes. like about like things that happened in the room how some guy came in with you know, an infection on his foot, and it was the doctor to trick him and told him he had uh, yeah, gangrene and stuff. Yeah, he had full like, stories as if these yeah. were like true anecdotes in his of his past. It was yeah. he was he was great. Like, He's great. Yeah. Like it, it, it made it very believable. Really it just again, like we we didn't plan for this to be a three hour situation, you know, because we thought surely if you could, if the last ticket was at four p.m. and they close at five, then. In theory, you would finish a tour in an hour. So we thought, you know, our tour is going to be an hour. We look at our phones three hours later. Yeah, I couldn't even believe it. And also, they have real animals there. That was crazy. That was weird. I thought they were fake. Yeah. I saw a field and I saw (laughs) these sheep off in the distance. And they didn't seem to be moving. And so I thought, oh, that's cute. Like, they had these fake sheep. But they have them far away, so you can't really tell that they're fake. Yeah, it's the same. And then I was like, oh, look, that's weird. Look at those, like, weird bodies. Why would they all have them all down? And then one just popped up. It was, like, eating grass. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, and there were baby goats. Yeah, there was baby ones. It was, like, black and white goats. And it was actually kind of cool because this historic park allowed dogs. So we were able to take our dogs to this training post. Yeah. Which, um... You know, our dogs, they do fairly well, I would say. But there were two Yorkies from another family there. And that caused kind of kind of a problem. I mean, we tried to be very respectful. The one Yorkie that had to be held was uh, ferocious. Yeah, I believe they left because it pissed on something. <laughs> they left. It pissed on something historical. And so they just grabbed their dog like a coward and uh, left. Yeah, they just dipped. I think they made it. There was like, I bet you we went through like maybe 12 houses. They were like, it was like the second or third place we went into. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I noticed that they walked out, but I I thought they were just going to go tour other places. I didn't know that they had, their dog had peed on something. And also, really, you're not going to admit it. That's such just. Yeah, and other people saw and they were like, that's what they were talking about. They're like, where'd everyone go? Like, oh, they pissed on, they pissed on something and bounced. Ugh. Maybe that dog is ferocious and mean because they are owners. Why? Why are you bringing your dog out though? If your dog can't even like, if your dog has no chill, what are you doing bringing it out on a tour where like other dogs are also probably going to be there? 
I mean, maybe maybe they thought there weren't going to be dogs. And plus, I, I here's the thing. I'm not hating on small dog owners because I too am now a small dog owner. We'll definitely do a whole family introduction later. But Miss Chloe is eight years old. She's our minpin and she's obviously a smaller dog. Our other dog, Honey, is a staffy. Um, so, you know, I'm a small dog owner too. And, and you know, it... it Small dogs are just easier to control, right? So when they're being mean, you can just kind of pick them up and stop them that way. They can't really do anything. Um, and so that's the problem, I think, a lot of the times. And that's that's the issue with the, these Yorkies that we met, is that this little dog was so bad and wanted to attack and kill our dogs, and probably us as well. But picking it up and just holding it still even though it's screaming in your arms you, you can control it it's kind of just yeah, yeah but that's like the worst thing you could do though you know that's like it's like when your baby's just crying you can't just always pick it up you know what i'm saying i mean there needs to be a whole chat i'm just i'm deciding <laughs> this on the spot there will be an episode okay. solely solely on um, different types of pet owners and this oh. this debate on pit bulls. Okay. I love pit bulls. By the way, if any of you viewers are wondering, I do not agree with this decision to hate all pit bulls. <laughs> yeah, the decision. <laughs> but definitely, that will be an episode that we talk about. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. I yeah. mean, you're gonna get a lot of hate. You got haters. Well, you know, the point of Comfy Couch Chats is that we just chat about things as if we're in our living room couch, which That's we are. Right. And so I'm going to give my piece. Yeah. If you hate it, don't listen. Yeah. Don't get off hate, the couch. Don't get don't leave a hate comment. Though. Get off the couch. Hate comments are not good for my anxiety. No one should leave <laughs> them. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. We'll get it from the silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when nobody listens we'll get it yeah we'll get it say hey never mind hey 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 haters come back man <laughs> yeah. leave us some hey leave we want some comments rather than, <laughs> so, as long as there's some hey something yeah. yeah but anyways yeah that's a long-winded um way to say that we moved we moved across canada we're starting a new chapter in our lives yeah i think and i think that took 45 minutes oh yeah, huh. that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, should we stop it there? You know, let's do a quick intro of our animals. Okay, let's yeah. do it. I mean, we, we introduce ourselves, but, you know, our animals are a really, really big part of our lives. We are both, I mean, as you can already tell, huge animal lovers. We have five animals currently. <laughs> we have three cats who we love very, very much. And I just actually just got confirmed that they have... In fact, taken off from Toronto to Charlottetown. Yeah, so guys, they'll be they here. haven't been with us for a little bit here. They were um, boarding at the animal clinic that I used to work at. Um, they were boarding there for a while while we were driving, and we had them um, shipped onto a plane, and they are flying to us right now. They'll be here in a couple hours. They're gonna no, they're gonna land. Yeah, so they're gonna land in forty-five minutes, and. Yeah, we'll see them probably oh by goodness. 7, 7.30. Oh, my goodness. In less than two so hours. exciting. 
we best wrap this up before our kitties come yeah. anyways so yeah we've got three cats uh, we've got Lu- well. <laughs> Luau. Wow. Wow, guys. There should be like a little counter for just how many times Emily just, I don't know what it is, just says the wrong thing. Leo and Luna. The two oldest kitties. They're yeah. both three-year-olds. Yeah, they're twins. Twins. Um, they don't look alike, though. You no. know, that cat thing. Um, Leo is this beautiful chocolate point. He kind of looks like Siamese a Siamese, colors, um, but he's got a really long fur coat, you know, but he's got that darker chocolate face and the chocolate ears and a nice beigey coat. Mm-hmm. Um, Miss Luna is the signature ragdoll. Yeah, she's straight up ragdoll. She's rag a straight up ragdoll, guys, with move, the most beautiful, beautiful blue eyes. And then we've got little Sirius. Sirius is Logan's favorite cat. Yeah, Sirius, if you didn't get that, but uh, that's how he comes. And me and him are besties together. They are best, best buds. And yeah, I love him so much and I miss him. And he's probably going to be terrified of this place when he comes. But once he kind of hides and finds a spot, I'm going to go chill with him. (laughs) And I'm just going to, I'm just going to sit there and pet him for like an hour. So Sirius, um, he is our black cat, all he's black, black. cat. Yeah, Sirius Black, shout out Sirius Harry Potter fan. He's got a, he's got, he's got the Harry Potter. Uh, what's he got again? He's um, some of our animals have very uh, cool tattoos in their ears. Yeah. just a little perk from working at the animal clinic, um, and having helps. amazing technicians who can do amazing tattoos. Like they could tattoo me if they wanted. Yeah. Um. Uh, but Sirius has got the uh, in one ear. He's got tattooed the Harry Potter glasses with the little scar. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's two years old. The young, the youngest, the little baby. Yeah, little babes. Yeah. Uh, okay, those are our cats, and we've got two dogs. I've already kind of briefly uh, introduced Chloe, but yeah, she's our most recent. Yeah, Chol. Chol. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. my goodness! Yes, Chole so um, is the nickname we give uh, one of my best friends, Chloe. Yeah, human Chloe. Human Chloe. Yeah, human Chloe. I like to call Chole. Probably both know. just a sassy. Um, and just a sassy. <laughs> and then we've got little Minpin Chloe. Yeah. Um, uh, we kind of got her. She, I mean, I would say she was a rescue kind of. Um, she was actually brought by her owner to our clinic, uh, to get euthanized. Um, and our vet uh, deemed that that was not the humane route to yeah, go. Yeah, it was just a skin issue, right? Yeah, so she, it's just treatable. Yeah, she she did, in fairness, have a very bad, bad yeah, skin was, infection that had been left untreated for a very long time. And so it was starting to affect other parts of... It just wasn't um, an irritation to the skin, but she was very lethargic. She didn't really have any energy. It was, you know, it's still an infection. It's still, you know doing terrible things to your body so yeah but you know it's a skin infection and so there's a treatment for it um so she got uh surrendered to a shelter and then i decided that i was gonna foster her um surprise surprise yeah. here we are i foster failed everyone guessed it yeah no or- one no one really had faith in me and they were right not to have faith in me because everybody knew except for me that we were keeping this dog 
Yeah, I mean, she she straight up convinced herself even. Like, oh, yeah, I'd be a great foster mom. I'm going to straight up love this animal and then straight up cut off all <laughs> communications. No problem. No. That's, yeah, that's not going to happen. I don't know why I thought I could do that. I mean, part of myself still thinks maybe I could in the future. Uh, no, but you know what? <laughs> we can go that route if that's the way you want to get a new animal when we have to get the... <laughs> We're not going to be maxed out and then, you know, foster because it'll be like, yeah, that's another animal under our belt. Yeah. Welcome I mean, to the just... family, bud. Might as well buy him a collar. And... Anyways, so that's Chloe. And then we've got our two-year, three-year-old. Three, Actually, though, she's yeah. three she's now. Three. Three-year-old Honey. Hoonweep. Hoonweep. Yeah. She is our beautiful, beautiful Staffy. Oh, oh sorry. You I just scared the shit Ooh, out of her. I scared her. She just woke up uh, now. Yeah, Honey is our staffy. She is a rescue as well. We got her from a shelter. Um, remembering Jeez. how it was when we first met yeah. her. And she was so gentle. She did this big stretch out of her bed. And she came over nice and slow. Yeah. And she was super polite the whole time. Yeah. From whether we were taking her out for a trial walk or, you know. I mean, granted, she doesn't know who we are. So she could just be, you know, timid. And she, you know, like, it, it's very possible that she could have had maybe high energy after she got used to us. Yeah, But, like you know, Chloe. she came into her family, and we already had the cats at that point. So we, our biggest concern was whether or not Honey was going to get along with um, our cats, because that's our biggest thing, right? Like, we can't um, put our cats' quality of lives at risk because we want a dog, like... I mean, just to lay it up straight, like, they came first, and we have a responsibility that they have the best lives. So, you know. Yeah, and, the, and that's the thing. They never they never did the cross-species uh, yeah. uh, interactions before, and you couldn't, like, do a trial run, so pretty much it was like, we just get her and, like, you know, try it. If, if not, then we have to, like, surrender her back or whatever, which would yeah, suck. Yeah, which, we don't which, do, which but, would really hurt us. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, we had to think about our cats first. But yeah. she came the first day, and it was crazy, too, because, oh, my gosh, when we first got her, um, she was getting spayed that same day. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. She got spayed and came home with us. And I let her, I, she was on leash, but I let her get close to the cats and it was perfect just from the start yeah she like didn't really she just was like acknowledged them but just like didn't really bother him i mean she's super timid to like everything not even just like she humans, is such right? a sweetheart yeah but she's she's super gentle so oh, she is the sweetest soul and she loves kids she's so good around little kids and she's so good with other dogs and other cats she's very respectful i mean Unless she's playing with you and you guys are going at it intense, then she can be a little bit of, of a brat. She can she can be the the <laughs> boss out there. Like she, if you she's messing around, she'll like grab onto your face. Like not gonna rip it off, but just like you know, latch onto the doggy's uh, lip and take you down, wrestle you down too. She doesn't give up. So yeah, but uh, usually she's just gentle. Oh, she's People, wonderful. Hundred percent, but. We have the best animals. We're yeah. just gonna say it. Yeah, you know, I know. And if, you know what, though, we like we have a long life, and we're gonna own probably a lot of animals. And I know we're gonna get an asshole. At some 
yeah we and, have and, been and we're gonna have to yeah we have been very lucky i would say with animals i've i've had people tell me like you know emily gets the best animals because i mean it we rescue our animals and so you never really know but they've all turned out just amazing yeah i mean i gotta give us some some props too i mean you know our animals haven't been always the best off the hop i mean Sirius was was like a semi-feral and he was <laughs> attacking the shit out oh of my, my head gosh, every guys. time you, gotta, oh. you guys gotta hear the story about him too <laughs> but um yeah um he was actually so one at the shelter um she does a lot of the uh calls i guess um you know if somebody sees a dead cat on the side of the road mm-hmm. they can call the shelter and the shelter the shelter will send somebody out to go retrieve that the cat right and so this uh employee of the shelter was out on a dead cat call and she you know she stumbled well not stumbled but she went to the dead cat and it was a mom with um, some of the babies that were dead and um serious ran out of the bushes yeah see he's all by himself you know, the only one he eh? was the only one that made it yeah and you know she didn't necessarily want to register him into um the shelter i mean that, that's a whole different situation. Yeah, I don't want to anyways. get into it. But yeah. um, she came to our hospital and she showed um, us a picture of him and just asked around to the ladies in the back whether or not any of us was interested. And yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I think honestly that that's a funny thing too because like usually when I get animals, you know, like Emily will send... Emily's the one, first one that's like, yeah, <laughs> let's get this animal. And usually I'm always at first, I'm like, eh, you know, like maybe, you know, I always yeah. like put up a little bit of a fight, but like, I swear to God, as soon as I seen there was a picture, she was, look at this cat. <laughs> I looked at him like, we're getting him. As soon as I saw him, I was like, get him now. He's yeah. ours. Don't let anybody else look at him. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I yes. was, I was hundred percent down. And then like, of course you know at first he was just like biting the shit out of me like crazy like this guy he did not like affection no you couldn't even touch him like he was like hated people man like he would he would run around and he would just be crazy bouncing off the walls and then you try to pet him and he would just bite you like for real bite you but he's yeah. still like a little baby kitten so it, didn't, it, was, it wasn't too bad but, right but you know then, we knew that yeah it could have been bad because i've had cats that really bite you and that shit hurts mm-hmm. man so yeah we what uh what did you like look it up or like did you well, do it at work I mean, all I the time? I kind of looked it up. Um, well, everyone knows that, especially, I mean, the younger ages are very impressionable ages. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it wasn't that he was biting us hard, um, you know, because he was a kitten, but we didn't want that kind of behavior to stick because yeah. he could, you know, end up doing a lot of damage once he was bigger. And so um, I worked at a uh, cat shelter for a while as well. So I did reach out. Um, to one of the senior staff there. Um, she's on the um, administration board. But, um, you know, they deal with a lot of feral cats. They deal with a lot of um, very young kittens. Um, and, you know, they all have to raise these kittens to be adoptable so they can adopt them out. And so one of the um, biggest tips was that we had to force, force love onto him. But... At the, as we were holding him, we had to scratch him in an area that he would like. So either scratching him in an area that he likes on his body or giving him some food. Um, anything that's, you know, essentially positive reinforcement, yeah. right? Like uh, telling him that when he's allowing 
him like allowing us to hold him that you know he can get treats or he can get pet and so we would like wrap this pillowcase around him and hug him to our chest and he really he really liked his ears um touched at the time when he was a kitten so we were just we like pet his ears and all that stuff behind his ears and now he is the biggest cuddle bug yeah I mean, for Logan mostly, no. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he still is like kind of like that scaredy cat. Like when people come over, he hides, right? Right, and he hide. He he won't come out the whole time unless like maybe he if he knows you and like we force yeah. him to come out. Like he's not bad, but yeah, he yeah he loves pets. Oh, he, and you know he he'll choose me sometimes. Like he wants to <laughs> sit with me, but if Logan comes what into I'm, the picture, if he sits on the comfy couch. He's gone. Yeah, or if I like the guy can be just passed out, and I'll just call him a couple times. He's coming. Yeah, and Logan has a special way of calling Sirius. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll hear it sometime. Yeah, at some point. We we won't spoil it right now, but yeah. you you'll hear it, and you'll know. Yeah, you'll, you'll know. know. <laughs> you'll, you'll know it's him. It's distinct. All right, how many minutes are we at here? I don't know how many exact minutes, but like I'm pretty sure we started at like five, now it's six. All right. Well, you know what? Let's let's end it here. Yeah. Yeah. This is the end of episode one. It's been a good chat. I think it was a nice one. I mean, fingers crossed that you guys like this. Um, You know, we're putting this out there because we, you know, want to chat with people and have their uh, take on things, and so you know. Yeah. Let us know. I mean, if if there's things you hated, things you liked, let us know, and we can. uh, Constru- to make it constructive criticism constructive not constructive, hate not constructive hate. criticism we will gladly take all right thanks guys hey, let's All go right. bye bye